All right, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Baron. I'm your host, Rip Ripley, joined this week by QB1 himself, uh, Clark Kenny. How are we doing, Clark? Good, good. Glad to be here. Appreciate you joining us. Clark's another one of our students in our digital media class this year. He's been uh, responsible for some of the good content we're putting out with our Baron Media Network and, and excited to have him hop on with us today. And we're going to jump right in. We've got an interview coming up at the end with Reed Schwartz, our head cross-country coach, where we'll go into little more detail uh, as they prepare for their state meet, but we'll start with cross country and, and kind of get ready for them for their state meet. They have a state meet tomorrow at Heathwood Hall. Uh, the girls will run at nine o'clock and boys at 940. Uh, so Clark, what, what kind of you heard on campus about the cross country team as they get ready for their state meet or about their season? Uh, I mean, I think they feel pretty good. Uh, we've seen them all year, all summer, Friday mm -hmm. mornings, you know, they, yeah. they get up, run early. Uh, we see them run around the track. Mm -hmm. um, coming in and out of football practice. So I know they're working hard. I know they've worked hard all season. They're prepared for a big state meet. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as I said, we'll get into a lot of details later with Coach Schwartz. So definitely stay tuned at the end of the episode. But uh, one note, I think Bennett Wilson, who uh, was one of our reserves initially, I think he might be running now at state. We had a little battle with COVID this week, kind of made his way through some, some people on campus, hit the football yeah. team a little bit too. But, um, you know, with, the, with cross country, I think Bennett's going to get a chance to run, which is exciting for him. Uh, to get that opportunity. Uh, so Coach Schwartz did want to make that uh, announcement as because he didn't know as of our, our recording yesterday that was going to happen. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're excited for a good a good state meet, and we'll be able to report next week a little bit of how they do. Um, but good luck to Coach Schwartz and his staff um, as, they, as they head out in the state meet. And again, we'll talk more with him later, so stay tuned to the end of the episode for that. Uh, volleyball had a, had a conclusion to their season last weekend. We went down to Myrtle Beach and, and had a, um, you know, a big win over Ben Lippin on Friday. Uh, before falling to Porter Gout and Ashley Hall on Saturday. Uh, you know, Clark, what have, have you talked to any of the girls or any of them that came back this weekend? Kind of what were their thoughts coming back? Um, yeah, I've talked to them. They said, you know, they just kind of got beat. It happens mm -hmm. uh, on, on Saturday. Um, but, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. I know they were sad, but they said, you know, overall they, they had a great year. It was a fun year. One mm -hmm. of the um, most, you know, closest groups they've had in a yeah. while, and they – they felt like they knew everybody and had a really enjoyable season and mixed in a lot of wins as well, oh, yeah. but just kind of weren't able to uh, get a couple wins when it mattered at the Sorry. end. But, you know, that's the way it goes. Um, but it was a great season overall. Yeah, I, th I think that was, you know, I know if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we actually did a live recording from the uh, from the Myrtle Beach Complex, which is kind of mm -hmm. cool. We just had the mic, we passed around the girls, the senior girls, Aubrey Riley, Sully and Maggie got to talk a little bit. And, and they talked a lot about that, about the closeness of this group yeah. and, and kind of, you know, what this season's meant to them. I mean, obviously, end of the day at our level, Carter Newman was kind of the team to beat. And, and as they showed in the championship game, and they won the championship 25-14, uh, 25-12, 25-8. Yep. I mean, they're pretty pretty dominant. I was able to go down to Charleston Southern uh, where that championship was, which was a really cool spot, actually, for the championship game. Uh, good good, good gym, good location, uh, pretty good crowd on hand to, to, to take that in. I always try to head to the championship game and, and take some of the girls and kind of show, you know, kind of where we want to be. One day, you know, kind of, kind of speak into existence a little bit, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, I had a good season this year and, and came up a little short on Saturday. But uh, really proud of this group. It's a really, a really special group that, that we got to coach this year. And uh, All Star Game is tomorrow, so Saturday. Uh, we start here at Wilson Hall, actually. So we've got five girls that are playing in that: um, Riley, Sully, Maggie, Olivia Cogswell, and Mackenzie Gray Mills are all selected. That Aubrey was selected as well, but she is on a college visit this weekend, so can't. Mm -hmm. 
can't play in that. But uh, all five of those girls will be playing here at Wilson Hall tomorrow. Uh, 10-15 is when we'll start playing, and they'll play until about 12-30 or so. We do a little kind of a cool format. We, we play a round robin against every other classification. So, like, we're 4A South, I think. We'll play a game against a 4A team, a 3A team, a 2A team, and a 1A team. And so, like, everybody kind of gets – you know, a little bit of a feel of what it's like to play different levels, which is kind of cool. Uh, actually, last year, I think the three, one of the three A teams actually won um, the competition. So it's kind of, you know, we kind of compete that way. It's, it's pretty neat, neat experience. So uh, definitely come out and check that out. We'll have that going um, all morning tomorrow uh, to kind of kind of really wrap up our, our season. And, uh, and then move on to football. So talk, talk a little bit. I wasn't at the game this past Friday. We actually watched. We had the the, the Graybird Media live stream up at, at dinner. A lot of the girls mm-hmm. had on their yep. phones. They were watching, and they were telling me, you know, hey, Dylan scored. Hey, Dylan scored again. Hey, Dylan scored again. Hey, Dylan scored again. <laughs> uh, that was kind of yeah. the, like, holy cow, Coach, Dylan scored again. Uh, it was kind of neat. And they got by the hotel and where we were staying, and, and I know they were kind of watching in their rooms. We had, I had it pulled up in my room as well, watching the second half. Uh, but kind of what was, the, what was the game like at Heathwood Hall on Friday? Yeah, um, after, you know, the week before losing to – Florence Christian was tough loss, but I thought we really responded and mm-hmm. kind of knew um, going in that we had to play well and we needed to play well just for our confidence. Yeah. And I think we did. You know, a big big question mark um, was how you know the quarterback position yeah. would be uh, would be run, and and Ford did an extremely good job. Yeah. Uh, he had a great week of practice and. Um, Offensively, O line played great. It was a it was a great win overall. We had a couple um, miscues on defense, but they had a they had a really good player that was pretty yeah. pretty tough. I mean, one of the better players we would see all year, sure. if not the best. Yeah. And uh, was good on both sides of the ball, but offensively, we were kind of able to isolate him and mm-hmm. get our guys in space. Dylan, especially, yeah. really get Dylan in space, but. Um, it was a great win. Ford did great. Um, I think you have a lot of confidence coming into this week, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I think he's kind of a confidence guy, just yeah. kind of getting to know him. Um, but it, it was a great win overall. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and I know Ford was recognized as our Heart of a Champion recipient, uh, given by Farm Bureau every week to one of our players, kind of for his efforts in, you know, stepping up in a big spot yeah. where we kind of needed him, you know. When, you know, during the Florence Christian game, you know, Ford obviously went from a guy that was sitting there as a sophomore, like, all right, like, yeah, you know, I'm just kind yeah. of hanging out, like, oh, I got to go take some snaps right now. So, you That's know, right. kind of thrown in the mix, having that week to prepare and, and having, you know, you and Coach Jarecki able to kind of talk him through some stuff a little better. And I, I know he benefited tremendously from that um, to, to be able to step in and, and kind of just run the show. I mean, not just Dylan, but even Miles Van Patch. I think Miles had over 100 yards rushing, yep. got in the end zone uh, once as well. Uh, had a couple passes. I think we were five for five for seven, maybe passing. So even even through mm-hmm. a few, you know, confidence type passes to get him going. And um, you know, looking at John Paul too this week, you know, not traditionally one of the strongest teams in three A, but but still an important game because you know we're sitting here looking playoff picture, trying to figure out the playoff picture. To be honest, we've got us. You know, Pinewood right now has zero losses, but didn't have to play us or Hilton Head Christian. You've got us, Florence Christian and Hilton Head Christian, who all have one loss each. But Florence Christian and Hilton Head didn't have to play each other. Exactly. And so there's a lot of kind of curiosity. And so, you know, we played John Paul this week. I think uh, I think Florence Christian plays PD Academy maybe. Um, I'm not sure who Hilton Head Christian has. But 
but some big games to make sure, hey, let's come out here, take care of business, and then put ourselves in position to, you know, host that playoff game next week and, and kind of going forward. Uh, what's, what's the energy been like at practice this week? Um, practice this week, is it's been good. You know, um, last game of the season, mm -hmm. senior night, mm -hmm. we want to, you know, have a great showing at home. Um, and we really – we love playing here. And yeah. it's just a big – you know, the community and the fans and everything, the atmosphere is – so good here we want to play as long as possible in the yeah. playoffs so you know we know we have to play well um and really just leave no doubt if yeah. we really want to keep playing here sure. in the second round of the playoffs i don't mm -hmm. really know how that um translates yeah if, if whether we win or not we could be a, a two seed i don't know I don't think we could be a four seed, but I don't, yeah. I don't understand uh, it unfortunately, all. Unfortunately, no one with really the, does. <laughs> with the tiebreaker. There's like a point system. There's a uh, you know point system head-to-head. -head. Uh, there's actually a, a weird rule in the rule book where like, which I don't think this would apply to this situation, but like if you had three teams who had all beaten each other and the point differential was the same, they actually have to meet for like a an overtime style shootout. Oh wow! <laughs> and okay. like we, you know, I joke. I do that podcast with Neil Minton, actually, who's the coach of Farns Christian, and we were kind of joking, like, like what do we just like meet in a field in Dorchester yeah. County, like <laughs> ten yards? Everybody lines up and goes at it. Like, I don't think we'll get to that point, but it would be kind of interesting to see, um, you know, kind of how that works. Uh, speaking of weird, obscure rules, uh, did you see the end of the PD game? I did. Today? I, I saw it. It just. I was scrolling through my phone and it popped up on just some guy had posted it. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of looking at it and I was like, is that PD? Yeah. <laughs> like in our region in South Carolina. And I sent, sent it to coach Watford. Yeah. And um, I was like, what, what happened? What yeah. is this? I've never seen it before. And he kind of explained it and it was, it was interesting, very interesting yeah. way to win. I mean, so, yeah. So, so Northwood Academy was playing PD and essentially for, for those that didn't see, cause I mean, it went super viral. It was mm -hmm. on max preps. It was on, you know, all the big high school coverage accounts on social media, but Northwood had the ball like eight or eight seconds left. Maybe there was a penalty in there somewhere. Like they thought they could run the clock out, but they didn't. So they had the ball deep on their own territory and they had to punt the ball. And there's a rule that if you, there's a rule that if you, Fair catch a ball, you are allowed to free kick, get a free kick. And a free kick literally means you put it on a tee and you kick it off. Mm -hmm. And if it goes to the uprights, it's worth three points. And so uh, here, Northwood Academy is up by two points. They punt the ball to PD. PD fair catches. In the process, the Northwood guy hits him. So they get the fair catch plus 15 yards for kick catch interference. Uh, and, and they get to literally tee the ball up at the 30-yard line and kick a free kick towards the yep. goalpost. Uh, which went through, it would have been good from like 60 yards. I mean, he drilled it. He drilled, it was yeah. no doubter. Um, but like even, uh, we were joking on the podcast, like could you imagine like we're out here playing on Spencer Field, you got Wilson Hall playing, I don't know, even like especially like a big game, you got Lawrence Manning, and this situation happens, like the chaos around the oh. field. Like nobody would know what's going on. Uh, you know, even the referees probably didn't fully know what was going on. They're like checking rule books. I mean, props to PD for, for knowing the rule and, and – using it to their advantage there. Uh, but, yeah, kind of a walk-off free kick uh, for, for PD, which actually is a big win for them because that was a big region 3A win for them last week. So kind of, a, kind of a cool moment for those guys that, you know, kind of been banged up. Obviously, the defending state champions, they've been banged up a little bit this year. Um, speaking of, of state champions, uh, kind of segues to our, our last thing today is today at halftime, we are recognizing the 
10-year anniversary of the 2013 uh, state championship football team, uh, a team that you obviously got to watch a lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, your brothers, uh, William and Andrew, both members of that team, and, and kind of talk about, like, like what are, what are your memories? I mean, you were, what, like nine years old, eight years old at that time? Yeah. Like, what are kind uh, of some of your memories of that team? Yeah, I remember, I think I was in second grade, Miss Tally's class yeah. and that year. And uh, they, I mean, I just felt like um, every game, they just found a way to win. I yeah. mean, it, 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 that's what it felt like watching. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a, a great group. Um, they always joke. They kind of, once we kind of, we start off the year pretty good. And, yeah. and they were kind of saying, you know, y'all think y'all are good. Yeah. Y'all played <laughs> us. I mean, it'd be hundred to nothing. Of course. But, yeah, whatever. But that team, you know, it, it was a, a great team and um the coach the coach lane will be here tonight yep. uh you know it'd be good to see him he was an offensive mastermind yep. uh, it was fun watching them um there's guys everywhere playing hard um and you could tell they really played with hard and and were really close and have mm-hmm. been close for a long time played together for a long time and and it showed and yep. they, they were very good absolutely and 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 i i think there have been some similarities drawn between that group and y'all's group this mm-hmm. year i think having a a big senior class like they had a very close-knit group like kind of like y'all have I, I think there are some similarities there and and obviously we're all hoping that the similarity in the end is uh is the same result right i mean that'd be the goal but but pretty cool on campus today just have them coming back and celebrating a 10-year um i was talking to your mom actually the day we were she was up here uh, we had Sumter Speed, my little group, practicing, and I think her and I were walking laps or walking yeah. around somewhere, I don't know. And and she was talking about, you know, just being excited that people were able to come back, especially even Coach Lane and, and his son, who helped as well. Uh, Coach Blue, I think, is going to be in the house today. Yep. Uh, Coach Corey, he'll be here. Um, and, I, and I think, from what she said, a pretty good turnout expected tonight with that group. So um, they're going to be up here, I think, hanging out up here in the on the – Whatever we call this area with the the garden, I think it's yeah. called up here, watching the game, and we're gonna have to, we're, we're trying to figure out how to get the game, their game live streamed up here. So they might not be watching too much of y'all's game. They're gonna be up here reminiscing, you know, watching back in the day, watching their yeah. their game, which is pretty cool. But um, pretty cool to to, to recognize them tonight, and, and that'll be at halftime. Um, senior night will be before the game, so make sure you come early. We're gonna do the senior night presentation for the football players about seven o'clock. Um, and the cheerleaders will be recognized at halftime before we recognize our state championship team. So another great night at Spencer Field coming up tonight. I'm excited to see us take on. We're playing John Paul II. Uh, those are about John Paul II. We actually played them last year in the playoffs. Uh, first round of the playoffs, they came up here. Um, they are a, a Catholic school down in the Bluffton, uh, Hilton Head area. And so they're kind of kind of a newish school to skis, but one that's really growing quickly uh, down there. And, and they'll be coming up here and, and hopefully – uh, you can come out tonight and cheer on cheer on the Barons. If not, always tune in to WDXY. we got Coach O'Hare and Coach Moore. Uh, Alan Moore will be on the call tonight, uh, as well as the call on the live stream with Graybird Media. You can find that link on YouTube as well. So, uh, Clark, I appreciate you joining me today. It's kind of last minute. I didn't have anybody. I walked in. I was like, hey, man, this would be perfect. You're going to come in. We're going to talk about your brother's play. Huh. We're going to talk about the football game tonight. Uh, so great insight there. I uh, appreciate you joining us and hope to see everybody out here tonight. And now stay tuned for a special interview with Reed Schwartz, head cross-country coach at Wilson Hall, as he talks about their season, uh, the rosters, some of the exciting runners they have this season, as well as their hopes and aspirations for the state meet this weekend. All right, so for our Coach's Corner portion of this week's podcast, I am joined by Reed Schwartz, head cross-country coach here at Wilson Hall. Coach, how are we doing today? Good, doing great. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. 
Uh, we are sitting here on Thursday evening as we get ready to go tackle uh, what I assume is our last like big practice today, right? Yep, we started kind of tapering down all of the workouts. So uh, at this point, we're just ready for Saturday. Getting ready for Saturday. Want to get there healthy and, and happy and all that kind of good stuff. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the season so far, your roster some, but um, we'll, we'll start with kind of from the beginning of the season. <clears throat> you know, cross-country program, uh, similar to what we'll have in track in the spring, uh, lots of turnover at the top. We lost a lot of really good runners. Um, you know, obviously some of our seniors that have gone on to run at the next level, Connor Smith, uh, Jordan Thornton, uh, Billy McNerney, a big part of that senior class as well, as well as some others that in cross country, we had quite a few others, especially on the boys' side, um, that, that graduated from last year. What was the minds, what was your thoughts over the summer as you kind of knew you had that turnover and you saw the group coming back? Uh, kind of what were the thoughts coming into the season as we started? It's going to be a young team. So mm -hmm. I think when you look top to bottom at our roster, you know, we have we have four seniors. I think we have no juniors, uh, a couple of sophomores, yeah. and then a ton of ninth, eighth, yeah. seventh, and sixth graders. So yeah. a lot of a lot of youth. Uh, so we knew that that some of the kids were going to have to grow up yeah. uh, really quick. And then, you know, we also got a couple of new runners mm -hmm. uh, this year that that have kind of helped out, and we've been lucky enough the past two yep. years to get some new faces to to help us out. That's right, and new faces are typically. Uh, not new to the school, but just kids that have kind of seen what's going on in the cross country program and and want to be a part of it, which as a coach is exciting, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that shows that you're building the culture up a little bit. And it, you know, cross country is a tough sport to market sometimes, right? And so, uh, obviously, I actually watched uh, Emmy and Calder's The Grind episode, which you haven't checked, haven't watched that yet. Check that out on the item. Uh, they were featured this week for for their impressive performances, which we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, but Emmy talked about you know cross country. And, and, and being a tough sport, you know, being, being difficult. I mean, it's a challenge. Some people say, you know, oh, it's, you're just conditioning. You're just running, running, running. And, and, and yeah, you're running, but there's a lot to it. And it teaches a lot of great things, things like mental toughness. Uh, it kind of shows you a lot about yourself when you're, you know, on that long run on a practice, you're running five, six miles. Like you got to dig deep sometimes. And, and it's good that even in that, what has seen from the outside looking in, you're able to build that culture a little bit, which is really exciting. Well, you know, we start summer workouts in, mm -hmm. in June, and then the season obviously finishes at the mm -hmm. end of October. So it's it's five months long. Mm -hmm. It can get, you know, a little bit long and a little bit dull. So, um, you know, we've, we've kind of tried to, to step it up. So we do team dinners throughout mm -hmm. the year to kind of keep the camaraderie yep. up. Um, you know, it's nice to – be able to reward the kids and, and let them play ultimate frisbee from yeah. time to time. Sure. Um, so just just keeping it light and, yeah. and keeping it fun and not just running for three sure. or four or five six every miles day. Yeah. Every and day. Day, playing ultimate frisbee, I mean, that can sneak up on you and get you more <laughs> running than you think sometimes. You that's know, right. the coach, you're like, ah, we're getting some sprint work in today with a frisbee in our hands. That's awesome. Oh yeah, we've had some we've had some injuries from ultimate frisbee <laughs> from the <laughs> coach's side. Oh, yeah. so, uh, Nice. Um, so, so talk about the season. So we get in the season, and like you said, we've got a young group. Um, <clears throat> I know some of the early year races, we had some success with even like some JV quote unquote runners, right? They kind of set up and did well. Uh, talk a little bit about kind of some maybe some of the younger ones who aren't part of that big rotation. So the ones, the boys and girls, that are part of that future. And then we're gonna get into the the big part of the roster here in a second. Yeah, so a lot of middle schoolers this year, um, you know, some of the sixth graders that we had that, that really stepped up mm -hmm. um, were Will Alexander mm -hmm. being one. He actually made region, which yeah. was awesome. 
uh, Chapel Vincent was mm -hmm. another name that was kind of right there with with Will. Yeah. So I think both of those have really really bright futures. Uh, Benjamin McKeever mm -hmm. was another one. Uh, Max Thompson. Yeah. Uh, so both of them were super yeah. excited to to have both of them, and, and hopefully yeah. they continue to to run with us. But I think you know all the sixth graders have have very bright futures. And then another sixth grader that we had on the boys' team was Trey Smith. Mm -hmm. um, saw a ton of improvement from him each yeah. each uh, race, and so that's kind of rewarding as a coach to see somebody you know start out not at their best, but yeah. be able to finish the season sure. off and, and get a ton of improvement. Um, and then you know a couple of seventh graders as as well. So uh, Luke Luke Bartlett was yeah. one. Um, Aiden Bradford, I think mm -hmm. he's an eighth grader, mm -hmm. um, but we've got, you know, a ton of, ton of youth and then, um, Gavin and yeah. Corden as yeah. well. So, yeah. um, th those are some good middle scores yeah, there. Sure. And then on the girls side, again, a lot of, a lot of sixth graders. So mm -hmm. Cecilia Ayers and Sutton Shook, both yep. of those will be going to, to yep. state with us. Oh, so wow. That's okay. exciting. Awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, Harley Natris, which is mm -hmm. Corden's sister. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Kaylin as well, mm -hmm. uh, which yeah. is a seventh grader. Yeah. So. yeah, a lot of youth and a lot that you're mentioning, some of them going to state, they ran in region meets. I mean, I think that that's exciting going forward is getting them, you know, continue getting them that taste a little bit this year, maybe so that as they go forward, they're excited about it and want to kind of grow into some of those leaders. Yeah. You know, speaking of leadership, you know, we mentioned a lot of seniors that just graduated. Like, who were some of your athletes that really stepped up both running wise maybe and then also maybe off the track you know off the, off the course a little bit you know who were some of those runners that set up as leaders for you yes yeah, so so our seniors you know we don't have many seniors mm -hmm. but the seniors that we have have, have certainly stepped up mm -hmm. in, in leadership roles and um you know it's it's important to have those individuals on the team to kind of ensure that you know everybody's doing the proper workout mm -hmm. getting warmed up and just staying yeah. on task so um, Jennings Ferricks has, has been huge for us. Mm -hmm. Bennett, Bennett Wilson, uh, Andrew Smith, mm -hmm. um, Zach Scholes, yeah. and then on the girls' side, Allie Reagan Fibbler. Yeah. So I'm super thankful to have her yeah. just on our girls' side. We're, we're very youthful. So mm -hmm. um, she's been uh, a great presence to have. Yeah, um, and, and I know some of those names, obviously, I've coached them in track too. I know they're ones too that it's awesome as a coach. And I had this year in volleyball, the same thing happened where hey, you know, for you, you're coming in from work, right? I mean, it's class to five, you're coming in. And sometimes you get there and, like, your seniors have already kind of started. They yeah. know the routine. You know, they yeah. know what to do. And that's, that is so huge as a coach to see that, A, it makes you proud as heck because, you know, they're doing what you want to do and they're right. taking the initiative. But but also kind of like a relief, like, oof, okay, we're good. Like, yeah. let me take a second. Let me catch a breath. Let's get into practice. That, that's yeah. really helpful. Yeah. Um, with that, you also had a lot of help uh, from the coaching side as well. Like, talk about you, you had – Probably one of the bigger coaching staffs I've seen across country in a while. Talk about your staff a little bit. Yeah, so great staff. So we brought back um, Christine and Dustin mm -hmm. Smith, and then my wife Catherine yeah. also helps when when she can. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Christine, we all run the turkey trot every year. Mm -hmm. So um, once once we finished, these two young individuals yeah. were kind of up front and. Uh, Nathan was actually the one that, that won the turkey yeah, trot. Yeah, beat Connor last year, I think. Right? And so yeah. Christine says, I'm, I'm going to go introduce myself to them and figure <laughs> out who this is. And yeah. sure enough, Nathan and Shanna Thomas, mm -hmm. uh, Christine coaxed them into yeah. 
helping us on the coaching staff. Yeah. They have great experience, great mm -hmm. running experience in college. So yeah. um, we kind of tried to be a sponge to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, we'll, we'll get them this year and maybe next year as yeah. well. So we're just trying to soak up as much as possible from them. But sure. they've been uh, very, very helpful, very instrumental. And yeah. the kids love them. They do. So. Yeah, I had Shanna help with uh, – with track back in the spring, she had the hurdles with us, and and I mean, obviously, we saw the fruits of that. We had two state champions in the hurdles. I mean, she she knows her stuff and did a great job connecting with the kids. And you know, the crazy thing is, she's out there running with them. And that's yeah. you know, I know a lot of y'all do that, uh, but like there were days where Shannon would come and she would run the entire hurdle workout with the hurdlers, and then like Bailey McNerney had some meeting, and so she was late, and then she would run the entire distance workout with Bailey. Yeah, and I'm like. Shannon, you just ran like six miles of sprint <laughs> workouts. Like, what is wrong with you? Uh, but she loves it. I mean, the kids love it. The kids yeah. love seeing that too. Like, you know, man, coaches out here running this with me. You know, mm -hmm. they're embracing this with me, which is really awesome. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Yeah, and I said I knew you had a, a really good staff and she did a great thing. So let's talk real quick. I know you got to go to practice in a second, but but looking forward to this weekend, uh, going to state, you know, we just come off double region championships for boys and girls, pretty, pretty dominant in our region. Um, going to the state meet, kind of what are some of the hopes or expectations? You know, what, what as you walk away from the weekend, if we finish, you know, top whatever, like, what do you think? Okay, we did well, and then, ooh, but we'd love to finish this. Like, what are some of your hopes? So, you know, I think that each of the runners has, has a goal time mm -hmm. that they kind of want to hit in yep. the back of their mind. It may not be something that we're like, yeah, you need to be on. running this, yeah, sure. but everybody's got a kind of an idea of, you know, man, if I ran this, this would be a great run mm -hmm. to kind of end my season. Um, on the boys' side, you know, I'm kind of in the perspective of if if we can kind of hit our times, sure. let's just see where the chips fall. Yeah. And I think we'll be very, very pleased with the outcome okay. and, and our yeah. results. But, um, you know, Heathwood Hall it has a great program, boys yeah. and girls. Yeah. They're going to be tough, tough yeah. to beat. But I think if we can run our times. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a possibility sure. out there where, where we end them, up yeah. surprising them. So mm -hmm. uh, I've got pretty high expectations mm -hmm. for, for the boys group on the yeah. girls group. A little yeah. bit more realistic expectations sure. just with some of our, our youth and the yeah. turnover with the That's roster. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think that, you know, individual performances, mm -hmm. you know, obviously we can, we can look at that quite yeah. a bit. And I think we have the opportunity um, to really have some some great individual performances Absolutely. from some individuals. You know, and the, and the beauty of cross-country, like track, like swimming, I mean, the pursuit of the PR, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you're constantly trying to PR. Heathwood Hall is a course that is known for having PRs. Like, it's, it's known to be a pretty fast course at times. Um, you know, it go, kind of goes out into the, I don't know, probably the marsh or the whatever you call the fields yeah. they have back there. Like, you kind of run off and you come back. Into and, the swamp. In the swamp, there you go, yeah. They, they kind of get out there and then, and then come back. But it's, it's a course that over the years – because there's good competition and the way it's laid out, like there is potential for that continued PR. And, and the great thing is, in the, the day, you walk away, regardless of the team or individual placing results, like we get those PRs, like that's huge. And that's something that I know in track we preach a lot on, like, hey, if we go to state, like, yes, you may not get that first place finish you're looking for, but you just PR'd by blank second. Like, mm -hmm. that's huge. Like, you just yeah. ran the fastest you've literally ever run in your mm -hmm. life. Like, what more could you ask for? Right. And, and I think that that uh, is really important. I know Heathwood boys and girls, I mean, the girls are times are scary good i mean yeah. it, it was i saw their their region result thing was last week and it was like whoa i mean they're they're stout um number, and, number one in the state and number 28 yeah. in the nation in the nation so. correct I mean, like it is like crazy where they are right now uh the boys though like you said they got some really good runners up top 
Um, you know, but I think that, that the hope is, hey, let's go pick off that next guy, that next guy. We always talk about cross country. Every place you finish higher gets your team that many less points, which Absolutely. is what you want. So, um, you know, talking, you know, obviously Calder and Emmy. Uh, Calder was our region champion for the boys, Emmy region runner up. Um, you know, we've got some others in there that, and we talk about the roster kind of run down real quick. You know, first with the girls' side, kind of who our runners at state will be, and kind of what we're hoping in the boys' side. Okay. Uh, yeah. So on the girls' side, Emmy, and I think she's pretty hopeful mm-hmm. of, of getting a PR, and yeah. you know, I think she could potentially be in that all-state yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. It's tough when it's tough. you when know Eastwood <laughs> is probably going to have yeah, yeah, you know at least five of them, five there, of yeah. the top ten. Yeah. Um, so that that'll be that'll be challenging. Uh, from there, we've got uh, Mary Ellen and mm-hmm. Mary Foley. Yeah. Um, so those are two newcomers to mm-hmm. the cross country program. Yeah. Uh, we're really happy with them, and uh, they've had a great, great first year here mm-hmm. with us. So excited to see where where they're going to land. Um, fourth and fifth spots uh, are Cecilia yeah. Sutton mm-hmm. and Allie Reagan. Okay. Um, yeah. So. They'll, they'll, they'll be competing as, as yeah. well, and hopefully we'll see some good good numbers from them yeah. uh, as well. And then our seventh runner uh, this year is Mary Carter Smith. Mary Carter, that's right, yeah. Yep, so, um, yeah, I think we've got uh, some good girls out there yeah. and can hopefully and I know And I know some of those, like you said, Allie Reagan, Mary Carter, some, some of the, Mary Carter was only a, was she a freshman? And she's one of the older ones. Yeah, uh, right. You know, but, but you know, hopefully to bring some leadership to it. But, but girls, Sophomore. Sophomore, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> a, very old as a sophomore. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that, that, you know, they bring some, hopefully some, they've been doing it. And Mary Carter, one that I know, uh, you and I talk about, I mean, she works hard. She, yeah. She's at everything. She's working her tail off. And, and seeing that improvement week by week for her is really exciting and a great opportunity for her to get a running state yep. this week, uh, which is cool. She's taken the next step from yeah. last year to, to this year mm-hmm. um, practice-wise and, you know, has, has done really, really well. And the results are going to follow. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, on the boys' side, real quick, I know you got Carter up top, and then who yeah. else can we expect to see some good races though? Uh, so Abel Ayers is mm-hmm. is is right there yeah. uh, with him. So um, I, I think Abel's going to put together a, a good race here. Yeah. He's had a couple of PRs throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's going to I think he's yeah. going to shatter that yeah. uh, this race at state. Then we've got uh, Ben Raven, who mm-hmm. is a new student with yeah. us, and. We're super excited about Ben. Yeah. Um, he's got a ton of potential. Yeah. Um, will be a good addition to the to the track team for yeah. you as well. You um, Corden Natras yep. uh, mm-hmm. is up there as well, and then uh, Jennings Ferrick. So yeah. um, I think I think yeah. Jennings is going to have a pretty big PR at, at state too. I've been yeah. in his ear lately yeah. at practices, <laughs> so um, he, he's going to he's going to do well. Um, and then we've got Andrew Smith, and then finally we've got Aiden Bradford, who kind of yeah. um, came from the back and yeah. showed a lot of improvement towards mm-hmm. the towards the end yeah. of the season. But he works really, really hard, That's awesome. and um, I think he's going to have a good showing at state as well. Yeah, I know Aiden's won. There are colors in there too. Like Aiden kind of banged up a little bit early in the year. Yep. I think he had some had some issues working through, and now. It's always kind of cool to see them getting healthy as you get to the yeah. state, right? Like that's always an exciting thing because that kind of shows and leads us up to PRs a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Coach, good luck. Uh, y'all kick off the girls run at 9, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Boys about 9.40 mm-hmm. on Saturday morning. Uh, they'll, coaches will be sending me results, which I will then post on social media for you. So uh, they're going to send some, out some pictures and some results up there uh, on Saturday. Follow us on social media to get all that information out. Um, and, Coach, good luck this weekend. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it.